Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am now recording an intro for these episodes a little bit later than these episodes were recorded. Now, today I will be joined by my friend, Ryan Millerwoods. He will be joining me at Hyde Park in Sydney. Um, that's where we record most of these episodes. So, uh, please enjoy and, um, you know, listen to what we have to say. Because some of this stuff might be informational and helpful to you. And some of this is just funny to look upon and look back on. So I hope you guys do enjoy. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, welcome back, everyone. I'm still in Hyde Park with my good friend Ryan. We just had about another kickabout. Uh, for about 20 or so minutes. Yeah, for about 20 minutes. Uh, but we're continuing on with our recordings because uh, I, need, I need to record a lot of podcasts so I can, you know, do my own things on the weekend. So... <laughs> <laughs> so um, well, in this episode, we'll be talking about our futures for basically just next year in general, 2021. Um, and beyond. Well, our plans for that, and then beyond that. And uh, any any advice we may be able to give for, to, for to, like school leavers or people who are graduating. Yeah, for the future ahead. So, I mean, do you want me to start or do you want to start? You go right ahead. Right, to your so, podcast. I mean, my, my, my future plans are still up in the air, obviously. I have... I'm still doing my TAFE course for this year, still doing one more term, uh, if you don't know what a term is, uh, it's, it's like 10, 11 weeks of schooling, there are different school systems, so I'm explaining for everyone out there, but you know, I'm doing one more term of that, I still need to do some examinations and stuff because I had missed out on those due to COVID, unfortunately, um, and me being injured and being in crutches for like a week and two, or two, and so you know, Unfortunate circumstances could not allow me to participate in those. So, my future is definitely still, I'm going to finish this course and then apply for a new, another one next year. Uh, hopefully starting around February, March-ish uh, for basically sports recreation and management with business in it as well. So I can become, you know, a, a sports analyst, a, you know, maybe a media person for a sports club or whatever. In general, but just something related to sports because sports is my passion I love sports and that, that's really chill and all but I also really want to travel around the world you know I want to travel through Europe one day if it if I can if I can take my girlfriend with me I would but she's not good with planes or boats so you know yes <laughs> uh, but you know I mean I want to travel through Europe one day like just just for fun in general with a group of friends maybe um, but Europe sounds great. Honestly, I want to go through that. I uh, also want to travel to Japan soon enough. Hopefully, that, that well, the States will be my first destination as soon as COVID ends and everything, and as soon as we we, we don't have uh, millions of people uh, in, a, in in the US basically in home in homes like constantly. Um, once once all of that is cleaned up, and probably when Trump is out of the house, um, because. As an Australian, I still don't like him. Even though I'm not into politics, I hate politics. I still want to talk shit about Trump because, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you if you saw the news recently, I mean, Trump apparently came out of COVID, like quarantining after three days of being sick or whatever. Apparently, he was fine after three days, even though I don't believe that shit at all. Uh, you know, that it's it's up for debate on what you take it as. Um, but states. And then probably Japan, and then traveling through Europe eventually, you know. But those are my plans, and hopefully coaching some good teams by then. But I still need to get my coaching badges, which is hopefully within the near future. But yeah, my, my future is basically all of traveling and sports. <laughs> that, that's my future, basically. Sports, traveling, having fun. Drinking beers along the way as well, you know. <laughs> but that, that's me. Um, hopefully I can still play football uh, or soccer in America or anywhere that says soccer or wherever uh, but I, I want to still play football because it's it's my passion I still love to play it even though I've been in crutches three different times torn a calf muscle now bruised and like stretched so many fucking ligaments and stuff I, I'm sure my injury list is longer than my fucking arm but still playing sports that's fun 
But once I'm in a wheelchair, then maybe not. <laughs> but you know, life's life. We'll see what happens. But that's definitely my future plans. Ryan, you want to continue on now? Yep. I mean, I'm sort of in somewhat of a similar boat. We're a little bit sort of like not sure. Like, I have rough ideas. But like, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because I think when it, within year 12, like... It wasn't until maybe the last few months that I really had this thing of like, shit, like, what am, what I, am I gonna do? <laughs> what am I going to do? Because yeah. I haven't really thought about it properly in my mind. I mean, like, but I do have like the roughest idea. I mean, I had a lot more things that I planned in my mind, yeah, yeah. but then, like, you know, s- slowly and more gradually, I've noticed that got, I got to think a bit more realistic, but with things that I like and that. So, I mean, my plans, at least for next year and, like, six months into 2022 is that I'm going to, I want to do a TAFE course, Screen and Media. It's a diploma, Screen and Media, which, I mean, like, for what I personally want to do, it will be very, very essential to what I want to do, to be honest, and that. And, I mean, like, also want to do a podcast and that, as I mentioned on the previous episode... The, um, just, I feel like if I can iron out a few, sort of the creases in what I want to do with the podcast, then I'm, then I'm set. I'm pretty much set and that, but I mean, like, I think for like the short term goal, maybe two, three, maybe five years time, I want to at least be, I want to hopefully maybe work in Japan, like photography wise, because I mean, the main bases of like photography like just the aesthetic of japan is a really japan co- is beautiful it's a really cool thing especially like tokyo like that getting that at nighttime like with photos and that would be like I absolutely mean, even during like ideal. summer festivals and stuff that'd be yeah wonderful stuff like the cherry blossoms oh all. yeah the sakura trees man, man oh. so it's just yeah i mean I mean, after that, like, I want to be possibly working in the United Kingdom for the BBC. I mean, dream big. Like, I think that... Exactly, dream big. Dream big. I mean, the most important thing is, how do I phrase it, right? You can have these small goals and that, but in reality, if you want to dream big, dream big, by all means. 100%. Like, the sky's the limit. And that, like, 100%, 100%. like, don't let other people tell you that you can't do it when you know you can. Yeah, it's pretty much that. But 100%. yeah, I want to work for the BBC, for specifically BBC Radio Five Live. Which, to the listener, if they don't know what that is, well, the BBC is a big corporation yeah, of like of television and like radio and all of that, and. The fact that with Radio 5 Live, specifically Extra, is a radio station in which its main focus is sport. Anything from football, golf, tennis, basketball, motorsport. Like, and I mean, like, seeing that F1, which, if you don't know, Formula 1, is main big home in the UK for the longest time was the BBC and then it went to ITV yeah. and then back to BBC and now with Sky Sports it's like it's like pretty much home of the, of motorsport it's like even if it isn't being broadcast on television in, in the UK it's it is still done via the radio with like someone that I personally met Jolien Palmer former F1 driver and now pundit for BBC Radio 5 Live, yeah. um, a pit reporter by the name of Jenny Gow, and another commentator by the name of, like, Jack Nichols. So, that is where I want to be within at least 10 years. I mean, if I don't get that to 10 years, that's fine. As long as I can build myself sort of the thing that I want. A reputation or something like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, hell, for I know, maybe, maybe I could try to get an Australian sports radio station. That could be great. That would be absolutely amazing. Because, I mean, we do have some talented people that are really good at their job. And commentary would be, like, a piece of cake for them. But, yeah, 
to, I think, in all honesty, I, I'm hoping the Screen Media course I'm going to be doing at TAFE and the podcast can propel me to the highest of highs. Hopefully. I mean, hey, even my podcast could get famous from you. <laughs> Mate. Yeah, exactly. It goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. And maybe my podcast can grow because I'll be become more and more in the public. Because if, yeah. I, if I'm coaching or analyzing for people, being an analyst, being a pundit, or whatever the fuck it is. Yep. In sports in general, or even just like a, a coach or whatever, I think it will be a lot helpful, a lot like a lot more helpful for everyone in general. So I, I, I one day want to manage my, my favorite club at this moment, I'm Manchester United, even though we are shit house at the moment, shambles. <laughs> I want to manage them one day if I can. If not, I'll build something up in Australia, then America, and then hopefully somewhere else in Europe. I mean, I mean, you could, you could, you could be the manager of Salford. Like Salford would be like the closest at the moment to like, man, like Man United away because like former United players of the class of '92. Yeah. Uh, like I think they're still co-owners of Salford. Or yeah, yeah, I think so. Otherwise, I can just go and manage Leeds United and just get fucked. <laughs> But, you know, one day managing one of the great UK clubs in English football or even just in Europe in general, maybe like the, the, the Bundesliga and the German League, the French League, even though that's kind of a farmer's league, uh, even the Italian League, even though I will not speak either or any of those languages. You can always have someone who interprets I always you. have. I can always just have a translator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going briefly back to me for a moment because I only just remembered there's more stuff I was wanting to mention. I mean, as someone who's been really into photography and doing photography since 2017, when I got my first camera, um, it's all—it's been a thing that I've really wanted to do, like as a profession for a long, long time since then. And I mean, yeah. like I've done a photography course at TAFE, which I think that is certificate three, which is really, really good. Yeah, my, my, my sports coaching cert three as well, so. So, like, that's the thing. That's an idea of maybe something that I want to do for next year as well. Yeah. I mean, if I'm able to do multiple TAFE courses, that would be brilliant, but I'm not too sure. Oh, well, we have to see how timetables work, you know? Yeah, but I mean, like, if I can do that, I'd be 100% up for it. Same here, yeah. Why? Yeah. I'll be able to do, like, sports recreation and management plus maybe, like, a... Uh, like working with young children or whatever because I could maybe become a sports teacher or whatever you know that, yeah. that could also be a thing or like a young sports coach in general helping youth development in different clubs and whatever that would be sick uh, developing young talent would be cool because I'm a non-young talent anymore I'm 18 but my injury list is longer than a lot of people's names <laughs> so you know putting it out there I'm probably not going to make it because of my injuries but you can be able to, I like... Can, I can still teach, teach people how to not be just... who they want to be. Yeah, exactly. Play the way they want to play and whatever. And so it, it, it's something that I want to do. And I want to be able to teach people my experiences of playing in the sport. Not just necessarily... Not even professionally, but it's just kind of like... I want to be able to teach people my lessons of what I went through. You know? So that's why I want to really, really be a coach. Or even an analyst in general, because I love working with numbers. <laughs> you know? I love analysing plays, I love analysing games and stuff. I complain about my Manchester United teams all the fucking time. Uh, even though the stats are like, oh yeah, we're playing well, I just get the fuck out of here. Okay? <laughs> the stats say we're good. The the, the the play on the field does not say we're good. Uh, so there, there are different things. But it, it's, it's going to be an interesting road. But I definitely want to move to Japan for a bit as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, we discussed this earlier. It was like, we'll move to Japan together for a bit. I hope you get settled in for, what, a year or so, and then I'm fucked off somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like... Yeah, because that's the thing. is, I feel like, I think as, of, as the world evolves, I feel like having to learn the native language of a, of a country, I think, isn't going to so much as die out, but it's going to be less and less of a requirement yeah. to have, like, a good life in a country. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Because I think English is the universal language. You yep. are always, if you're not taught, in, if you're not taught English, yep. like if you're in a country that in which English is the first language, then you learn alternate languages. But yep. any country that doesn't have English as the first language, you basically learn English as a subject. Yeah, pretty much in, in schools. And so Japan, even though their their English learning is actually not that bad. 
got to be honest, but sometimes people just don't really learn necessarily. So, like, having someone who speaks a bit of Japanese with you would be helpful, you know? Yeah, exactly, of course. And so, like, I speak a little bit. I'm not confident in it, but I can speak a decent amount where I can ask where the fucking toilet is or I can ask where the petrol station is or whatever. Or I can literally ask the directions to somewhere. I can give you, like, a, a close, you know, translation to it. Yeah. So, uh, plus, I want to live in Japan for a bit as well. Japan is amazing. You know, Japan is a beautiful country, great people, great food. Yeah. Uh, See, uh, for me, it's for me, it's the short-term goal of hopefully going to Japan. Yeah. It isn't necessarily where I want to live for the rest of my life. No, but that's but just like... But so should that be where I end up for the majority of my life. For the majority of life, yeah. I'd be more than happy for it. Yeah, same here. I mean, the first thing I want to do when I get to Japan is go to anime cafes because I'm a fucking weeb. Uh, and then go to Akihabara and, uh, or Akihabara or whatever you, however you pronounce it. Um, and buy a lot of anime weeb shit. Because that's just me being weeb. And then I'll have to go to the States because there are people I want to see uh, and stuff. And, you know, the States are just nice. Besides the food sizes. Those are ridiculous. <laughs> but also, I don't need Trump in the house, please. <laughs> it's the last thing I need. I, I just don't want him. Like, he, okay. Not not to shit on Trump entirely. He's a he's probably a good man. But he's getting a little bit retarded. Gotta be honest here. He was a great businessman. Great businessman. But the, some of the shit he says is ridiculous. So anyways, moving away from politics, back to, you know, Japan, the States, UK, all yeah. that stuff. That's kind of my progression as well, what I planned. But you, you don't plan to go to the States, you're basically Japan, UK. See, that's the thing. If I could find an air, a place in between, like, that would be alright. But I mean, yeah, Japan to UK is the ideal goal. And that, I know that it's not going to be as easy clicking my fingers and wow, oh, I've yeah, got I, it. I'm here, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I never really thought of like an, a country in between, if uh, that makes sense. Like the thing is, I thought of the states because obviously you know the reason. Uh, of course. But also at the same time, it's like for me, I put I pick the states because you can build your reputation pretty well there, considering the MLS is a pretty shit league. <laughs> like uh, for me, maybe Canada would be a good country to sort of live. I would love to in. live in Canada. Like Ontario, man. I mean, like for or me, like Toronto. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of good Vancouver. I mean, there's a lot of good comedy that can come that comes from Canada, like the Montreal Comedy Festival. Oh yeah. And that I mean, like if you've ever watched the show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Whose Line Is It Anyway? Is such a good show. That yeah, that it ha- that has um, Col- like for instance, Colin Colin Mockery. He is was born in Scotland, but is Canadian. Scotland. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Ryan Stiles is also a Canadian, yeah. but yeah, American, Canadian, whatever. So I mean, yeah, so I mean, Canada does have a good comedy base. Yeah. As well, I mean, Australia does as well, but I mean, I don't plan to necessarily live in Australia my for the rest life. of my life. No, neither do I. I mean, I plan to move outside of Australia pretty soon, to be fair. In the next few years, I hope to be either in Japan or America. Either one works. Otherwise, I can stop in America first, go to Japan, and then fuck off to UK. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, of course. Uh, but you know, those three countries are the are the kind of like things I want to like countries I want to live in for a bit. Even if it's only for like two, three, four years at most, I still want to go there, gain some reputation, experience. Fuck off to somewhere else, gain some more reputation and experience. Fuck off to somewhere else. And then gain some more experience over the next two, four, three, three, four years, you know, and then build my reputation up as a not as just a coach, a manager, a youth development coach, an analyst, or whatever, something to do with sports in general. Then I'll be good. And then once I reach kind of like my final country of destination, which maybe the UK, maybe the States again, maybe Japan again, or maybe somewhere fucked up in Europe or somewhere in the Middle East or whatever, or even back in Asia, back in China. Uh, or Hong Kong where I actually come from but you know um, one of those places would be good you know but 
it's not like everything comes easy, you know. There's still adversity you got to face. There's still tough challenges you got to go through, and there's a lot of setbacks you have to go through to move forward. It's always the the one line where you move two steps forward, one step back. It's always that way. All right. It's it's you gain positives, but you always have to have some sort of negative with it as well. That that could kind of even it out in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause that that's the thing is with that thing of two steps forward, one step back, or however you want to phrase like two steps forward, three steps back for some people even. Yeah. It's like it, yeah, exactly. I mean, you 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 can have good, but it has to be even out with the bad to yeah. then understand just what you might have to do next time. Yeah. What what you what you have to learn and go through next time, because sometimes not everything is permanent. You know, it's, it's just kind of like life goes the way it goes. You know, so. Like, even if I want to move to the States, there's still a lot of, like, financial issues that I have to go through. There's a lot of, like, other things I had to go through as well. I had to, you know, do, do shit, get, like, a, a, like, a residential address or whatever. Like, a bunch of bullshit or whatever. But once I, once I move to the States or whatever, then it's just kind of like, yeah, all right, cool. Now I have to become a U.S. citizen for a bit. <laughs> and then... learn that national anthem or something and learn the holidays because they're different to Australia and whatever and there's a lot of things you have to learn by changing cultures and everything will be a culture shock eventually yeah Um, I mean the fact that if you expect going to one place and thinking I'm going to be well adjusted here the first moment I step in it no no way you're getting over you're getting way over your head yeah exactly like the thing is I also want to go to Korea one day Korea seems so good yeah I that's interesting because I wouldn't mind going to South Korea actually South Korea would be very interesting I I love Korean food um I watch a lot of the Korean Englishmen if anyone knows who that YouTube channel is uh but dude Korea seems like a really cool place to be and like I feel like I want to go to Korea one day as well but you know traveling a lot costs you a lot of money (laughs) so you know stable jobs first then traveling afterwards you know yeah Uh, but I definitely want to build my reputation in Australia first get my coaching badges get all that stuff out of the way get my courses get my certificates everything Uh, get all those basically set up for me to kind of succeed in international waters then go out into international areas try and find a coaching job maybe in a high school program college program or even like in a professional program at the club of like the MLS or like the lower leagues of the MLS or like even in basketball or American football you know that, that small shit like the small jobs you work your way up uh, and there's no way you're instantly being hired as the head coach of the, you know, like the, the San Francisco 49ers out there. I, I feel like that's a general franchise that everyone knows in the NFL. There's no way you're going to be instantly hired as their head coach because you just came out of Australia and became a god in Australia. That's not going to happen. All right. I mean, unless you have such a reputation behind you that just goes, we need you in now. That, 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 that's almost impossible, basically. And especially because Australia doesn't really have American football. They they have some things, they have some but, but it's, it's not, not a culture it's not a culture for us and it's not necessarily the same as well and so like it's 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 like there's no way you're instantly being hired as like the top dog in some program because you've just become really good in Australia that doesn't that doesn't apply all right it, it it's different in different countries and so even if you become a really good coach or manager in America doesn't mean you're a very good coach or manager in another country either. So building your reputation up more and more in different countries allows you to have a bigger range of jobs, you know? So it's the way you try to pick out your positions and it's like a, a giant game of chess with yourself. Yeah. Basically. So it, it, the future is bright, but it's as bright as you can make it. Yeah. If you dim that light any further, your options limit even more and more as you go on. So, no. I'm, I mean, like, certain things like of, like, getting to the highest of highs can be easier nowadays compared to, like, let's say the 1980s or the 1990s because, obviously, technology. Like, take a look at, like, with media, right? Media was prolific in the day, 
and it still is, obviously, but like it was very limited in other aspects. Yeah. Like you go now into 2020 and that, you will see that like you can obviously you can obviously host your own podcast. Yeah. Like that. You can like you literally, know that's literally ha- what I did. Have you <laughs> have your own YouTube channel like, like that that, yeah. that has only been around for like fifteen years, YouTube. Yeah. And that like you can, you know, but YouTube's getting ins- YouTube's getting worse to be fair nowadays. For instance, you can for instance you can like make a profile of yourself on Facebook. Like that. That literally. again has only been around since 2004. Twitter. Like, you, the way in which you can make yourself a social and presence throughout the world, throughout the world, as Ryan, you know, threw a ball and he nearly got me. And that, don't worry, I don't kill people. He didn't, thankfully. Um, but yeah, it just... The things you can do within media and how you can start up within media and that is a lot more easier now than back in the day. Like, easily, because it's like, you can post something within, like, the click of your fingers. You can, yeah. like, you can write something within the click, within, like, that. You just, it's a lot more easier than that. And I mean, like, it's different for a lot of different occupations, but, like... It's how I phrase it. It's like going to be the highest, with the highest occupation in like a sport, right? As a manager, right? As Ryan wants to do, right? He he he's right in that you're not gonna instantly go from like Australia and then to the states and expect it. Like you're not expected to get a manager like a managerial job instantly, you know? Yeah, like it's like that. It's like it's different with all different occupations, like. With the media, it can be easier because it can go throughout the whole world. Yeah. Easier that easier. I guess your your pathway is slightly easier. Not that saying it's It's easy, it's not. It's not saying it's easy, but But it, it's easier than someone it's in, it's in a in a in a perspective where it's your if you're a pundit here, you can be a pundit there. Yeah. Technically, because the jobs are pretty much the same. And it's just you're you're just talking about a different subject or whatever. Yeah. Or you're talking on a different channel, you know? It, it, it's just kind of like that. Whereas mine, whereas, like, you're changing basically entire landscapes. There are different tactical ways of playing or managing a team or whatever. And so you have to learn those ways. You have to adapt to those ways. And you have to figure out a way to beat the common, you know, tactics. So it, it's a lot more different and difficult for me to transfer from one to another so fluently and easy. Because that's not just how it works. So, I'm not saying your job is easy at all. I'm not saying your pathway is easy. It's just... it's. But it has an easier way of getting to the end goal. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a, different, there's a slightly different variant of easiness in your kind of, like, way of just traveling throughout the world, doing different like different channels or different... Like, yeah, no. like, that's the thing. Like, I think the most important thing to anyone listening is if you expect that you're going to be having everything handed to you on a platter... It's not the best way of thinking of it. You possibly shouldn't go down that path if you think like that. Yeah, but you is- can have confidence. You can say like, "I want this," but thinking I, thinking that you I, can, or thinking- I must have yeah, it. Yeah, you must have that. It's just not the best way of thinking of no. it. No, and the thing is, it's just like if the thing is, I saw a really good quote the other day. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember word for word, but it was like, "If you are given everything on a silver platter, you're not living life to its fullest." Yeah. If you search for things, keep on searching because that's how you live life. That's how you live life to its fullest potential. And I and I keep on searching for things. I keep on thing looking for things for me to do, for me to really push myself forward for, because that's how I live life. And you search for the people that you want to be in your life. Yeah. That's how it is. And so you can find connections. But I'm not saying everyone can give you a connection. Yeah. It's just you can get connections. But the end goal is still something you push yourself and search for. It's not something that's given to you. It's like, oh, here's your head coach job or whatever. Or, or he, this, this is your leading role in the radio show. Good yeah, luck. Exa- exactly. That's not how it works. It's kind of like, okay, you're going to be in the back room doing a bit of editing and also just a bit of fix-ups and ad revenue a little bit. You can, you can, you can voice the ad uh, sponsors or whatever. 
Yeah. And then you work your way up, and so you work your way up from the back room to the to the secondary room to the main room. Yeah. And to basically the head job, and you, you're hosting it now. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, that's how it works. That's how it not exactly works, but that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. You work I mean, your way up the ladder. The yeah. The job is if you can make a name for yourself, the process is a lot easier, but it's not easy if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So like it can be a, it can be easier. But if you think it's easy, it's not always gonna be. It's easy. It's easier within the man, like the job circle of like the the, the 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 job circle where you're like, I have a bigger, I have a better reputation than most of these people in the same job circle as me. Or like I have a bigger resume, or a nicer resume. Yep. Than most of the other candidates in this applying for this job, or asking for this maybe assistant coaching job scouting job youth development coach job or whatever I have a bigger reputation or a bigger resume doesn't necessarily mean you can instantly be like I can go for a head coaching job because a lot of their resume is going for the head coaching job or a head manager job like a top manager it's probably bigger than yours <laughs> yeah so you have to build up the reputation to match them or even overcome those people to be able to get to your job and so building up your reputation is very very important and also making yourself look good in the public eye. Yeah. It's also very important. That is an important thing. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's like, it's similar thing to what I said about like how media like is different from the 1980s, 1990s to now. It can also, it can be your best friend. It can shine you in a good light, but also make, can also make you look like the biggest dickhead ever. And that's the thing is you can't hide from a lot of things and that, that's sort of something that I've feared in my mind like what if I've done something that you know is going to have a lasting like footprint or impact on what I want to do but that's the thing is people have always had situations like that more prominent nowadays but it's what you do afterwards that can be the be all and end all yeah 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 like yeah because I've never been one afraid to shy away from the media, all right? I, I put my opinions out there. In, unpopular or not, unconventional or not, I put my opinion out there and I am proud of it. I stand by it. But the thing is, there are all the moments where I'm thinking, if I do become like a mainstream thing in the public eye, would those things come back to bite me? And it's not like I'm necessarily afraid of them. It's just kind of like, would that ruin my reputation as a person? And so, what the jobs think about it, it's like, oh, this person said something about whatever. It's kind of, even though it was like years and years back, but still, that's that's still an important thing that we shouldn't really accept, right? Yep. And so it's like, fair. So thinking about it, it's just kind of like, no. I, I, I the thing is, I've done a lot of stupid, stupid shit. I've done a fuck ton of stupid shit. All right. To be fair, but. I, the thing is, I don't necessarily care what the media says about me when I get there, obviously, because the media is just a distraction for me, you know? I've, and, you know, it's like... <clears throat> I, I've read something that is a really good point to bring up, is that, like, if you're getting interviewed, right, what you've got to think is... You've got to try and just be, like, sort of, like, cool, calm, and collected as you can. Yeah. Because what... You could say something that's off the cuff, but that be turned into something that is a lot worse than what it's made out to be. Yeah, so the thing is, uh, a lot of reporters bend your words to make it sound different. Yeah, which, I mean, that's, that's the issue that I don't want to put myself into, like, within the media. Because to me... What makes the person that is liked is someone who understands and who isn't going to twist and turn the words of what someone has said for their own personal gain. To me, that just isn't right. And that. And I mean, like, you've just... If you're in an angry mood, you've just got to go and say, well, today wasn't really great, you know, like, it just... Like, I, I wish certain things were a little bit better, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring ourselves back up, you know, we'll come back 
stronger and hopefully better you know so that's what you got to think about it like yeah. that you can't just go and say nah we were fucking shit and like no no you, you gotta you, be you gotta you gotta say things in a positive way you know the team even though it was negative it's like the other team it's like oh they don't deserve the win and like it's just like you can possibly say certain things didn't go your way yeah. but it's the way you say it yeah. is just like it's like you know the result today wasn't what we expected and what we wanted but we will come back fighting next week we will train harder this week we you will, know we'll, we'll fix the we'll, we'll, we'll fix the issues we had today and improve upon them and, and hopefully that next week can have a different result and next outcome. week hopefully we will shine in a better light and yeah that, and, and so it's the thing is you, you don't want to say things that are necessarily that can be necessarily easily manipulated into different things but if things need to be said they but, can be said but if things need to be said then yeah they have to they can be said so yeah. it's kind of like if you have a team if you have a team player who's yelling at the at the room and whatever it's like you don't necessarily call them out it's just like yeah, we had a bit of a bust up in the in the locker room, unfortunately. But they're not going to be mentioned. They're not going to be mentioned, but for unfortunately, we had a bit of a bust up. We're going to try and solve that issue. We're going to try and fix that up with the player and the, and the players in general. Talk and to, talk to the talk yeah. to the general manager and stuff and, and fix that all up. Uh, hopefully, we'll all be calm and settled by next week. You know. Yep. And so it's it's like media can take you into a negative light. Unfortunately, that's just how media goes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can have good people in the media and then bad people in the media but yeah. that's with everything to be honest yeah definitely it's just it's just a thing in general a lot of media reporters or like whatever they, they try and shine you in a in a bad light I guess because of your reputation and it allows them to make money or whatever because that's just kind of their job to report news um, but sometimes they can take the news pretty badly and just be like oh we're going to manipulate this way because yep. it just makes us more money because more people are going to view it or whatever. It's kind of like, no, that's not what he said or what she said or what they said. It's Gender like, equality. It's just yeah. kind of like, you know, some people do do that, which is unfortunate. But also, in a way, like, being unscripted, like, sort of having your points, just saying it as is, can also have its advantages in that, like, but not always, yeah. obviously. Like, it's it's a very limited window of advantage that you can get from it. Yeah. But if people can sort of see, like, you know, this person's passionate. This person, like, is not afraid to say what needs to be said. Like, I mean, like, sometimes that works. But, like, again, you've got to be careful with the things that you say yeah, and you the got, things you that be, you do. you got to be careful with the things you mention. Definitely. Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, like, me as a person... Like, I, I don't know if Man United will ever hear this, but you're a fucking shambles. But as a fan, all right, Man United is a big shambles, all right? We, me and Ryan, we had a long discussion about this on our way here. <laughs> Very frustrating discussion, but... More, more, more... More me you, complaining. I'm me just saying, like, I, I mean, like, uh... Just, me just venting my frustration about the club. Like, I kid you not, when the result... The most pre recent result of United against Tottenham, I was thinking like six one. What the hell? <laughs> six one. We lost six one. And like the thing is, it's just like I'm not afraid to vent my frustration about things because I say things very bluntly. But the thing is, when if I do, and when I do, and if I do, get maybe the Man United job. They if if people look back on this and be like. You know, he said that. He said this about United. I'll just be like, well, that's because at the time I couldn't back my statements up. You know? Yep. And, like, I think a lot of fans at the time would say the same about me. Like, with me as well. They would agree with me. It's just kind of, the Man United was a shambles back then. And it's just not like I hate the club at all. It's just kind of like, it's frustrating to watch one of my favorite teams and clubs in general put up poor results like that. When we really shouldn't be with the quality that we have. With the quality of the team, the, the quality of the tactics we have, even though some of the tactics can be questionable, it's still a, a complete disappointment in what we have as a club and a team. And so it's not like I hate the club. It's just I'm ex expressing my frustrations with the club in general. You know, it's it's not like it's the fan bases or whatever. 
it's the club itself is being a bit of a mess. Yeah. So, you know, if I ever do get ma- like the manager's job or like the assistant manager in 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 Man United, and they and the reporters like, so you said this about him about the club on the tenth of October. On the tenth of October, uh, back in twenty twenty, I'd be like, well, at I mean, the time, that was how I felt then, and that, I mean, that's like, how I felt back it then. had to be said. It, it, it has just, to be it just, said. It just had to be kind of like expressed in a way. I mean, it may not bring the best light. At the same time, it's the truth. You can't, you can't you hide can't away hide from the truth. You can't hide those facts away from the truth because, because it's just facts. It's just true. So, you know, media can take that the wrong way. And it's just unfortunate that it happens like that. But, you know, trying to be neutral here. Media people can make you look better as well. Yeah, easily. Can. It can easily make you look better than it than you really seem as well. Yep. So it's like I'm not saying that some people are overrated or underrated or whatever. But, but it's some what the yeah have been dictated in the in a way where it makes them look positive, but they're not necessarily the most positive person. Yeah, like that's the thing is like I feel like with players, right? Yeah, if it's the way they're reported, if they're reported like he had a really astonishing showing the other week you know he's someone to watch out for right yeah that helps a lot if let's say it's someone who maybe is unknown but you know is like a hot prospect like yeah exactly so I mean yeah I mean the media can help you but like it can also hurt you yeah exactly like it can like it can be like how to phrase it like it can be like it can be your friend at sometimes it can be like your frenemy in other it, words. But it can be your enemy at times as well. Like, that's the thing. Like, it could be like... You could be like... Think of media as a person, right? Can be good, can be bad. It's a love-hate relationship. If, if you get too close to a negative side, the knife could be, like, in the back. You're, you're walking a very fine line of good yeah. and bad. It's, it's a very thin tightrope, and you have to balance through both of them. Yeah. So it's a very big and real love-hate relationship with the media. Sometimes you love them, sometimes you hate them, and sometimes they can make you look good, sometimes they can make you look real bad. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 the future is, you know, what it is, but me, me, and, me and Ryan here, we both plan to be in the public eye at some point. Yeah, but I, I think... Ooh, now this is an interesting thing. Who do you think will do it first? I know that sounds like not enough. Oh no, but I feel like oh, I feel like you might before I do. Cause I was gonna say the other way around. I thought you would. Ooh, okay. I feel like. Well, I mean, we'll explain why. I feel like with you because it's like, to me, there are a lot of things I have to do to get into the media, but also I know that the path isn't hard, massively hard. But I know, like, I feel like because you can be like a coach or a manager and like be known because of the fact that like oh that person like in the leader like oh yes that this person is a um interesting prospect for the future of whoever he manages and like so forth like it's just that that's how i feel i feel like you personally may like i'll make headlines more, faster than you do yeah <laughs> But it, it, it just depends on how it how it fluctuates and how it like how it yeah, is. Yeah, my, my, my reason is basically the same. I think you can do it faster than me because my path is not necessarily easy and it takes a long time as well. Like, it's not really so much like pathways. It's more or less like... But also the, dicta- the, dic- the environment also dictates how far you yeah, exactly. go. And so I'm not saying Australia is bad for media. I'm not saying Australia is bad for coaching either. But the fact with the media, if you look on YouTube, for instance, Sky News has a great like. If you if we're gonna use a YouTube and media like example here, yeah. You look at like Sky News. You look at ten specifically with a project. You look at nine. You look at seven. Yeah. Right. You have a lot of news channels. The, yeah, exactly. And I mean, you have more and more. You have SBS. You have SBS, exactly. Yeah. You have the thing is, with like Sky- ABC News and all that stuff. Exactly. You With Sky A News, they always have this really good like-dislike ratio. They always seem to have this good perspective of the media, yeah. right? But you look at the project, 
points. Everyone basically hates them. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. And hey, me saying this may, you know, be detrimental, but at the same time... It, it, it may ruin your chances of being on the project, but you know... No, but that's the thing is, like, why not say that when it's the truth? Like, you look at the... I looked at something with the project, right, and it was involving, obviously, America. Yeah. They had, like, 269 likes to, like, 830 dislikes. Yeah. Like, that... Maybe it's more now. So, it's, it's more or less just the way it is, yeah. to be quite honest. And yeah. that... And, I mean, like, I'm not trying to say, oh, not everyone works hard at their job, but it's more or less the fact of, like, it's how it's shown. Yeah. That it's how it is. I mean... You can't sugarcoat it. No. It's a really bad light to dislike ratio. Yeah. But then there's, there's there are reasons behind it. I mean, it's the way in which the project perceives and does the news and media yeah. to a point where it isn't so much factual. It's more fact. It's more opinionated. It's more than factual. It, it, it's more opinion directed than factual. Yes, unfortunately. Factual. That is. But the thing is, when when I when I when I say you would probably do it faster and or like probably do it fast is because. I think there's a lot more opportunities in Australia for you rather yeah. than coaching opportunities for me instead. Like, you have all these clubs that you could possibly manage. I have a lot of clubs, but the thing is, they're, they're hiring... People who have experience. Exactly. And so, I had to start basically from rock bottom upwards. And so, I have yeah. to get through my coaching badges first, and which means I have to also manage a, a smaller team throughout and throughout and throughout. And then as soon as I work my way up, I still have to build a reputation of being tactically sound, a, a person who can work with the players, a person who can work with their coaching staff, or someone who can agree with the board. Yeah. And it's like it's a lot of things to manage at one at one time. And so I think my pathway, not necessarily harder, or my pathway being different, it's just the opportunities are a lot more limited where I am. Whilst and with the media, with the media, there's so many like kind of opportunities. Even though they're hiring, is still tough. Yeah, of course. Like, th- like that's the thing. Like, you you can like start your own news channel. That's yeah. that's pretty much. That's basically what my podcast is. That's pretty much what it is. Like <laughs> YouTube. Like you could instantly call yourself RTV, which like I mean, if we're gonna use it as a real basic example, like you could do Ryan TV. Like, as basic as that sounds. Yeah. That's pretty much, like. I get Ryan's point here because it's like you can you can honestly make there are a lot like branched opportunities within the media like you could you can make a podcast like this you can make a YouTube channel you can like you know make hell you can use like IGTV for instance and make like 15 minute like episodes of like what the latest is and so forth it's really just how you do it yeah. and what you do with and it and how you approach it basically so yeah I, I, I personally think you could probably do it faster because of the opportunities there and the way you probably would approach it but it, it's honestly up for debate and depends on how hard we work for it so yeah you know, if you put no effort in you're not going to get it but if you yeah. put effort into it it can really show exactly like what you can do yeah so it, it's up for debate and it's still uh, a question up in the air like definitely but and in my in my perspective i think you could probably do it faster if we're gonna say who can do who can reach their end goal first in the short term maybe i can manage a team or coach a team faster than you can get into like the news and stuff but, but maybe the end 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 goal, like the the final end goal, is still definitely probably you. But I think it's a it's very close. I think it's still very close to be fair. Because I, I mean, you 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 could like I coach could become United. One of the youngest, I could become one of the youngest coaches or managers out there. To, you could manage you know, Manchester United, or maybe as time goes on, you may think you know what United isn't the club for me. But I want to do a club that can you know give me the same experience that I would have had with a, with a past iteration of United. Yeah, exactly. I could choose like something like, oh no, maybe Aston Villa or West Ham. Or Wolverhampton Wanderers. Or Wolverhampton, exactly, who's got the Portuguese national team on their starting eleven. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like still, there are, there are many opportunities for me out there as well, but in the end of it all, it's still very close, but I definitely think you could probably get there first because you don't have to necessarily have so much experience to 
get to kind of where you are. Like you still need a lot of experience, right, but I mean, it isn't. Lot. It isn't like it isn't like you have seasons upon seasons upon seasons of coaching or managing a club. You could just you just have to make yourself known. You have to make yourself known and popular within the media. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just it's still very close, but. It, it, look, to me, it's uh, it's uncertain as to who would get to where they are first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it so also I mean, depends on how hard we work. Short-term goal, yes. Yeah. End goal, a lot more difficult to sort of analyse. To really kind of tell. Yeah. I mean, short-term, I think it might be me. That's because I can work through my coaching badges relatively early. Yeah. And I can also probably coach a team within my coaching badges relatively early as well. So, you know, that's probably why. But, hey, it's all up for grabs, you know? Yeah. But, you know, the future's the future. we got to work on what we have now, you know? Got to yeah. finish our courses. Got to do new courses to finish those ones as well. And then, then do what we want and to do. And then do coaching badges for me, you doing more media stuff. Yeah. Getting to experience with media, maybe apprenticeship, uh, traineeships as well. Yeah. Same uh, thing with you, right? me, yeah. apprenticeships, traineeships. With, with working with kids or whatever, young young talents, young prospects or whatever, yeah. developing stuff, teaching them different things, or maybe becoming a positional coach or whatever. Just, you know, that's stuff like that. The important thing that I want to ask is what's the possibility that we may, by any chance, go, you know what, maybe I want to go down an alternate path. Because to me, at the moment, where I want to go is where I want to go. Like, that is still there. Yeah, no, same here. Where I want to go is where I want to go. But, but I, can I, an alternate path be, you know... Yes. For yeah. me, yes. For me, sort of. For me, yes. Because uh, I've always thought writing is a backup for me. Because yep. I love writing. Alright? My girlfriend writes. I write. Uh, not the best. But it's my writing style. So, you know, can't complain. I have my writing style, I have my way of writing, I have my, my, my genres I, I, I guess, specialize in. Yep. Uh, my writing has evolved through the, the few years I've, I've tried to start writing, uh, and it's still evolving to this day. Uh, but I think writing would be an alternate path as like an author a script writer in general maybe even a drama script writer or even like a news writer yeah so maybe we could maybe we maybe may we could work together yes yeah, so a radio that, station one day or maybe that's a yeah pathway. so that may that our paths may intertwine in that yeah, exactly. Hell, maybe our paths will intertwine even Anyways, with our main with, goal. with sports, exactly. Yeah, so you, I mean, it just... You, you might be pulling me for like a radio interview. Like, okay, so I'm sitting with one of my old friends, Ryan Lau, here. What are you doing here? How yeah. are you doing? How's your job at Manchester United? I'll be like, oh, fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like the alternate path is really photography. To me, like, that's the thing. Like, screen media... I mean, I think would still involve photography in some like, way. I feel like no matter what, our, our paths are somehow intertwined. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I feel like photography, if that's where I end up mainly, more than happy with that as well. The thing is, I still will intertwine with photography because my writing will somehow be on the news or whatever and your photography view will be on the news as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like newspapers, daily blogs, all that yeah. stuff. I'm still somehow going to probably run into you one, one at one point or another. Yeah, like you may run into me like... Let's say, let's say we do take our paths. Let's say you, 15 years down the line. Where, you where, may see me. We're 33 each. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, respectively. And we, we just kind of see, hey. You know, like, remember that time when we were 18 and we were doing that podcast yeah. talking about our futures? Exactly. And all that. So it's just, just, it's just really an interesting thought process of what the future can bring. Because, I mean, at yeah. the end of I mean, most importantly, at the end of the day is you can go through many, 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 many different sort of things of what you want to do. Yeah, definitely. But as long as you're happy with whatever it is, you can do 10 different occupations. And as long as you're happy with whatever you're doing, that's the most important thing. Yeah, like even as like a a very, very, very alternate path, I could do game design once again. Yeah. Because the thing is, I love gaming still, and I love playing games, but I also want to design characters. Not that I'm necessarily the best at drawing, I I, had, I have my moments. <laughs> uh, but I also want to write game scripts as well, so like RPG scripts, 
character lines and stuff. You know, that'd be cool. So, it's always out there. You know? So, future choices are future choices. Those are what we do in the future. For now, we focus on our main goals. Those are backups if we need to. Yeah. You but know? I mean, you. But that's the thing: is you never know what the future will bring. You never exactly. know what tomorrow will bring. You never instance. know what tomorrow will bring. You live your day like it's your last. You live every day like it's your last. Literally, yeah. that's what I'm doing. I live every day like I feel like it's my last. Otherwise, I won't be able to experience life to its fullest. Yeah. You know, and so to experience life to its fullest, you have to really look forward and try and push on, no matter what path you want to take. Whether it be through drama, through dance, through music, through woodwork, through carpenting, through just teaching people in general, or even writing, singing, all that stuff. Through sports, through like becoming an electrician, a plumber, or a bus driver, whatever you do, your livelihood is your, your choice, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, it's just people can tell you, like, oh, you're never going to achieve that. You're like, you're not deserving of that but hey I think that's what that's what hopefully when hopefully we get what we want we want to we want to prove to everyone that we made it but we also want to prove to the people that doubted us that it's like look where I am and I mean you shouldn't be jealous of us but you shouldn't have doubted us either yeah you want to I want to prove people wrong because a lot of people doubted me especially people who were like who saw me basically leave and be like shit he's giving up (laughs) Who saw me leave high school? They're like, ah, shit, he's giving up. He's not making it anywhere. I want to prove them wrong. I want to prove them that I can be who I want to be. I can be who I imagine myself to be. You know. And so it's it's one step at a time, but it's one step at a time when you're living your life to your fullest. You know. Yeah, it's, of course. It's, it's always you got to enjoy every day of your life. You got to enjoy the small things while also doing the big things. You know. Yeah. So mainly, look, if you're someone who is, you know, going into your first year of high school next year, or in your first year of high school, or going into your last year of high school, or have graduated, like myself and And many, many others. Like myself, technically. (laughs) Yeah, because you're part part of the class of 2020. It's just like, your future is your future. If you can have something thought up and planned, then perfect. But it isn't a necessity. It isn't a necessity, or it isn't like a requirement. If it takes you five years to do what you want to do, perfect. If it takes you five m- months to do it, perfect. It's just time is time itself. Like you can, you do it at your own pace. And if you, and if it does take longer than you think it would have, then just know that you got where you wanted to be. It may have taken like a year longer than you wanted to be, yeah. but you're there, and that's the most important thing. Exactly, your so, future is yours to create. You, yeah, it's never set in stone. Your future is never set in stone. Your past is set in stone because that's in the past. Yeah. All right. Everything from your past leading up to now and leading up to your future will be engraved in history. Yeah. No matter what. Like, that's the thing. Is and this is this part, this thing I'm going to say, goes out to even people that aren't the most likable people, and that is, you could be someone who, you know, is the person that just wants to be the class clown all the time, you know, that just wants to, you know, mess around, you know, isn't the nice person, or just wants to try to be the distraction, right? That's the thing, is that's not going to get you far in life, but the thing is, if you can realise that, the earlier you can the better because I mean like anyone can really do what they desire pretty much even you can you can't be biased in the way in which it's like oh you know what so and so I really dislike them like I don't think they're gonna be a success because I mean in reality you can think that and keep thinking that but at the end of the day they're gonna be a success in some way and in some shape or form no matter how much you try to push it away it's going to occur. Something successful is going to occur. 100%. Unless it ends prematurely for them. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. And so, yeah. But it also just goes out to people in general. But, I mean, if someone who may, you know, not be the most, seen the the best light, you know, you can still do it. Yeah. And, I mean, people who, like, are great people, they are more than capable of doing what they want and what they desire to do. 
Now, the thing is, like, I also want to put this out really, really quickly. Talent isn't everything, you know? Yeah. Talent will get you far, but hard work will get you further. Yeah. Now, a lot of people say, well, if, if your hard work is the same, it doesn't matter on talent. Well, yes, that if they're a lot more talented than you, but you hard, work as hard as each other, then unfortunately, they're just going to be a little bit better than you. Well, that's, that's nothing to be sad about, because that's just how life is. People are good at different things. So, you know... It's, it's the way it is and if you find someone working as hard as you work harder than them yeah exactly and try try to be different like in ways like that's the thing try to like you know don't be the same be different be unique be you yeah exactly and you know just like try to be the one that's respected the one that's loved by all the one that people go you know what I would love to work with this guy or girl I would love to work with this person because they are the per- they are dedicated, they're determined, and they are just a all all round, well rounded, good person that will yeah. be able to live up to the task no matter yeah. what. Uh, I think we should wrap this up because my phone is slowly dying, and plus this episode needs to come to an end. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time. See ya. All the best. Peace. Best.